Dark Giant Sports Talk Entertainment. Boy, I haven't done that in a while. Oh, that hurt the old vocal cords. It's a Friday. Thursday. It's not a Friday. I thought it was a Thursday. For, I thought it was a Friday for a second. You got Odell Beckham Jr. coming on in to visit the New York Giants. You got the madness in regards to that. You have the Washington Commanders coming into the stadium this Sunday. That's going to be interesting. That's going to be fun because you know what? The Giants and Commanders right now are going different trajectories. They're 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 going different ways right now for their um, for the 2022 season. And it's 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 there's there's while there are a lot of similarities, and there there are a lot of similarities between the Giants and the Commanders. There are a lot of differences. And while I think the Commanders have more talent or better talent, but better talent does not make you a better team. And, and we're going to talk about that briefly, but I want to talk about Odell Beckham Jr. because he's coming. He was coming in for his visit. Then he's then he's going to Buffalo. He's going to shuffle on off to Buffalo. Then he's heading over to Dallas. Um, Scuttlebutt is he he wants like twenty million dollars, which is crazy. And I love it because then you see some of these articles are like, well, the market value for Odell Beckham Jr. Is probably isn't twenty million. So you figure, you know what? Some of these people are smart. They're like, it's more like eighteen. Gentlemen, what brings me to my next point? Don't smoke crack. That's just crazy. Anyone that thinks Odell Beckham is worth eight to eighteen million dollars or even even fifteen million dollars should automatically turn in their fan card, should turn in their sports writers card, should just turn in everything, because you have a guy that is coming off a second ACL surgery. He had it. It happened in February. He's not even a year removed. Anyone anyone knows it usually takes about twenty four months for you to come back at full strength. The Giants aren't going to sign him to a lucrative contract because that's going to what he that's going to be what he wants, and I love it because he's coming in to visit, but he's not even working out. He's just coming in for a visit. We don't get an on-field workout. No, 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 no. He's just he's just coming in to visit, and then I love the stupidity of people like, well, you're going to give him a four-year deal worth like forty million. And you're going to give him like a $15 million, $20 million roster bonus and all this stuff for 2023. Oh, my God. Gentlemen, which brings me to my next point. Don't smoke crack. I might wear that button out. Because anyone that gave Odell this type of contract would be foolish. Two ACL tiers and three years away, three years removed from his last 1,000-yard season, going on the other side of 30. But that's Okay. We're gonna we're gonna give him. We, some team is gonna give him big money. Dallas may give him big money because Dallas Dallas is a little bit of crazy. Joe Shane is not crazy, and you have to thank God that the fans, that the sports writers, that the people on Twitter, that the people on Instagram, all these other people are not the ones that are running the Giants because this is the monicum of stupidity. This is what people sit there and go. You know what? This is a good idea. No, you are a moron. If you think a $40 million contract for four years for Odell Beckham is, is acceptable, then I like when some people are like, well, we'll just get the, 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 the year in 2025 can be voidable. Voidable from what? He'll be on what? He'll be on the other side, way on with it on the other side of 30, and probably have only played maybe a handful of games in the previous three seasons, but don't worry, that contract's voidable. Doesn't anyone notice this? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Ugh. Is it February yet? Is it February 17th yet? Uh, yeah, a little, little house cleaning note. We are actually, which is kind of exciting, um, we're, I'm going to get to go on the field again um, during the game. Or actually, this time it's going to be at the beginning 
of the game itself. I am going to be one of the people that are, are, are will be holding the American flag, uh, the very large American flag, the one that's like 30 yards by 50 yards. I'm going to be one of those people holding the flag during the during the national anthem this Sunday, um, taking friend and subscriber. You all know him as the Big L. He's going to be coming out with me, Biggie. Biggie is going to come out with me. Big L is going to come out with me, and he's going to be holding the flag. We got to get to the stadium at like eight o'clock in the morning for practice, for band practice. Uh, but it's going to be fun, and I appreciate the Giants allowing me to come out and hold the flag out in the field. I think it's a it's a great opportunity. It's the second time that I've done it this year. I, I was one of the flag bearers for the um, or the banner bearers for the. Uh, um, for the for the Ring of Honor game, um, so I'm very I'm very excited. I've never I've never got to go on the field for the national anthem, um, so it's it's a it's a truly humbling experience, and I and I can't wait to do it. Now, if we want to get into the game itself, if you want to take a look at Washington, they've gone a different direction ever since they put in Heineke. They they they've gone a they've gone a different route. They've they've become they've become a team. They have become a team that has won. Uh, what, uh, in our last eight games, have won seven, have won three in a row, beat Philadelphia, beat Philadelphia 32-21, beat Houston 31-10, beat Atlanta 19-13. Before that, they beat Indianapolis 17-16. Before that, they whooped up on Green Bay 23-21, uh, and then, then they beat Chicago 12-7. Before that, they ran into a four-game losing streak where they lost to Detroit 36-27. Uh, they got beat by Philadelphia 24-8. They lost to Dallas 25-10, and then they moved on to Tennessee and lost their 21-17. So this is an interesting game because, you know what, if you take a look at this team under Tyler Heineke, it's a little bit different. It's a little bit interesting. They've gone more, they've gone more towards the run-heavy aspect. You have uh, Antonio Gibson and uh, Brian Robinson Jr. Brian Robinson Jr. is an interesting story. Uh, he's one of the draft choices who was shot during the carjacking before the start of the season. So he had missed some. He'd missed some the first four games of the season, but he's already got 467 yards. He's second in the team in rushings behind Gibson at 476 yards. Um, they they have the passing capability also, and they also run the ball a lot with Curtis Samuel's, Samuel. Um, you know, it's just one of those, it was just, it's just, they're just one of these interesting teams, the way they're put together. They have some talent on the wideout positions. You got big old Terry, who's got, uh, let's see, 54 catches for 840 yards. He should be an interesting matchup for the Giants secondary. Same with Sam. Sam Samuel is a very multi-person, multi-faceted player. So he'll be interesting to see. And like I said, you also have Antonio Gibson coming out of the backfield who's already got 40 receptions. I thought I'd find out he was targeted 47 times. He's, he caught 40 of those passes. So his catch percentage is outrageous. Uh, but again, he's more uh, he's not going to be more of a threat to take that ball deep from the uh, pass catching position because he only has 7.7 yards average uh, catch. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how the Giants defense can handle this offense. I laugh because everyone said, what a wonderful game. That uh, that Kayvon Thibodeau had all all those pressures, all those pressures equated to nothing, equated to a loss. Talk to me when you get a sack, King of the Almost Sack. And I've said this before: the 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 players and the sports writers fixate more on pressures. You know, the the Giants team itself, like I said, the organizations itself focus on hits. And he did get to the quarter. He did hit the quarterback, but you know what? It didn't matter because of the fact that you didn't knock down the quarterback, you did not limit the quarterback, you did not sack the quarterback. So we need to focus on these things, and we need to see him show a little bit more, and we need to show him how he can finish. And you know what? He should have an opportunity against Heineke. 
He should have an opportunity to finish the plays. It's a little bit more difficult to bring down Dak. I think he can go after Heineke. Um, we also have to be concerned about the defense itself in Washington. You got some, you got some guys that can bring some pressure. Uh, you have Montez Sweat. You got Payne. You got Allen. Uh, you got a good linebacker on Davis. I mean, they have talent. There, there, there is talent. There is talent on this team, and honestly, I think this team is more talented than the Giants. But like I said this before, just because you are more talented than the team, does that make you a better team? No, because there is a difference between having talent and being a team. I think the Giants are a team. They believe in the team concept. They believe in the team understanding. They believe and understand the fact that they have to win as a unit, not just as an individual player. The only difference is that if Saquon Barkley does not get started, if Saquon Barkley does not get rolling, Daniel Jones is no way in hell that Princess Daniel can move this team down the field. We know this. The league knows this. It's, it's not a secret. And those that keep complaining about it, he doesn't have any weapons, just go away. Please. You still need to make plays. And I saw this one article where like, people were like, he's got to make more plays with his legs. He's not a scrambling quarterback. He is not a running quarterback. That is not what Daniel Jones does. Daniel Jones does not take advantages of the defense with his ability to run because of the fact that he does not have good football instincts. Many, 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 many more smarter people than me have mentioned this repeatedly. He runs by design. So if we cannot get Saquon Barkley rolling, we cannot move this offense, and we can't, we can't, we can't just move between the 20s. We have to get in the red zone and score. That's what you have to do. This team does. This team is a different unit when it gets in that 19, when it hits that 19 yard line. It doesn't know what to do. And I blame that so I blame that most of it on the offense coordinator and the quarterback. But I also think the offensive coordinator is not putting the quarterback in positions to make mistakes and they lose points and they lose out on the automatic from Graham Gano. Graham O'Matic, you know, you, you don't want to lose those three points. It's going to be an interesting game. It's going to be a fun game. Um, I can't wait to see how this plays out. Is this a must-win game for the Giants? I don't think it's a must-win game yet. It's a must-win game for the division because then you'll be 0-3 in the division. It's it's it, depending on what Seattle does on Sunday. I mentioned it before. Really, right now, there are three teams competing for the last two playoff spots. And that would be the Giants, Washington, and Seattle. So there's still a good opportunity for the Giants to make the playoffs, like I said, but it's really going to be kind of dependent on what Seattle does on Sunday. If Seattle wins and we lose, yeah, then we got some issues. Um, if we can come back away with a big W at home, that'll be good. That'll be great, especially if Seattle loses. So the Giants, in some regards, control their own destiny, not within the division, only because of the fact that, you know, like I said, they are already 0-2 in the division. But they right now kind of do control their own destiny in reference to that wild card. So we got to kind of wait and see what happens. And again, this is Tim with Online Big Blue, bringing you the best of New York Giants sports talk entertainment. And as always, you can like and subscribe. If you're ringing that button, it means that we also... Uh...